Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. This is sort of a record. This is like my third app that we're doing a spotlight on. We did one with um, Propa, which is a match.com for plant lovers and how to get your plants. And we talked with... Austin from uh, Daily. Right. And now today we are here with uh, Unio Health, which isn't going to mean much of anything, but the developers of a new app called Prosper, which is something that is very, very much uh, needed, and hopefully it is in demand. But joining us today is Alden and Eric Sullivan, the president, founder, thought behind and everything behind the new app. Yeah. The new app. How are you guys? Doing well. Good. We've heard all the statistics about kids today and young adults, and I've said on the record, you could not pay me enough money to be a teenager or a young adult today. Uh, you know, we've got suicide, we've got bullying, we've got sextortion, we've got all sorts of crazy things that my generation certainly didn't have to focus on, didn't have to contend with, and it's a problem. Uh, look at the crisis response team that we have in Anne Arundel County, we never had anything like that growing up. Right. Never had the need for anything like that growing up, either that or it was very well hidden. Could uh, be both. A little, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of both. Right. But you two have decided to sort of take that bull by the horns and develop an app that is going to be pretty much helping, the, in the most basic sense, the mental health of teenagers and young adults. Is that... Am I pretty close? Pretty close. I mean, I think that when we started this, uh, you know, a little more than a year ago, we we wanted to. We knew that there was a lot of growing issues with anxiety, stress, things that you mentioned, addictions, and even some physical health issues uh, that are out there. Pre-diabetes is growing, uh, especially in minority populations. And um, and what we found is that there's just many of the younger generations don't really know where to go and, and how to find what's around them and get help and get connected. So go, you know, fig- go figure. They had the internet. We yeah. did. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and there's a lot there. If you go to Google and you just type in anxiety, who knows what you would get. Right. So, um, and we know that the primary place where folks are, especially younger generations are going are Google or TikTok. you know, probably the main two places. And, uh, and that's kind of no holes barred there. It's like, whatever shows up, shows up. So can we create a, you know, a safer engaging experience? for younger generations to connect. That's that's kind of what our focus was. Well, Eric, what is your background that brings you into the mental health realm or the health realm? Yeah. Now, I, I grew up in Annapolis. I went to Tower Heights back in the 70s. So I've been here in this area my entire life. But I spent about 35 years in the healthcare technology sector, predominantly leading, you know, uh, innovation, whether okay. in health plans, health systems. I worked at Anne Arundel back in the 90s to Boston Medical Center and other places. But really, it's always been in that area of uh, helping health plans and provider groups and health systems uh, build technologies and data systems that could help them improve wellness at a population level. Okay. And Alden is your son. And Correct. he yeah. is the... Uh, I guess the, the guinea pig, the expert the uh, of what needs to be done. Now, 
what is your background? I mean, you're not a you're not a high school freshman. So, right. yeah. so, so I'm, I'm 23. Uh, I originally went to school for music technology. And at the start of COVID, I transitioned pretty heavily into computer science. And for the past few years, I've just been developing websites and apps and really increasing my expertise in that area. So when Eric came to me with the idea of a sort of you know mental health focused app, I was fully on board. And yeah, I've been the main developer for the apps. Well, at, at 23, uh, and it may not be a fair question, but I mean, how, how tough was it for you to cope through that? We'll say ninth grade through twenty three. Was it? I mean, was it a difficult period of time in you your mean life in terms of mental health? Just, just for you in general. I mean, you know, mental health plays a role into it and everything else. I mean, was that a? I've had a like a. I've been incredibly lucky to have such a good support network around me. I mean, I've had really good friends and a really good family and just a huge support network. So that is, I'm incredibly privileged to have that. But you know. Of course, I've had my own issues with anxiety, depression, especially um, around the transition from high school to college, moving away from home, tons of anxiety. And leading into COVID too, there was definitely a few years of depression. And so that is also why I'm so interested in this mission. Well, yeah, I mean, you're the one that is going to have to talk, you know, you, you walk in the walk and talk in the talk. And I mean, you've got more of a pipeline into the younger generation, which is the one that has the problems there. So what was the impetus behind saying, hey, we need to develop an app to help people? And and you talked about the support system that you had, Alden, in in your family and your friends and and everything else and being very fortunate. And that is something uh, that you are very fortunate. I mean, there's so many people that don't have that support system. And, you know, I've always said that if, you know, guardians or mentors or whatever it is would take just a, Inkling more of an interest in today's youth, it would make a world of difference in any number of different ways. Uh, you know, just hey, where are you, where are you going? And I, right, I remember right. I, with my own son, I had a uh, he had to come to you know an aha moment at one point when he was like, "Why do you have to know where I'm going and who I'm going with?" And I said, "You know, I don't really care where you're going or who you're going with. I just want to know that if you're coming home at two as an, as an adult, right. you know, you're over twenty one, that you should be home around two. If I wake up at four and you're not home." Then I'm going to be concerned. And finally, he, he's, there. he's getting that. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not in your life. I'm not, you know, butting into everything. Right. You need to make your own mistakes and I'll be there to catch you before you hit yep. the concrete. But why did you decide that this was something that was needed? I mean, I, I think from my perspective, we didn't know it was going to be an app, first off. I and mean, we kind of assumed that was going to be the direction. And, and I think we, we met with, uh, I don't know, two dozen high schoolers and college students this time last year and said, look, we're, we know that there is not everyone is fortunate enough to know where to go or have parents that can help them navigate the, you know, the health system, which is crazily complex. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, still I find it complex and I've been in it for 30 years. So, um, but I think through those discussions with the, the high schoolers and college students, we knew it had to be a smartphone app. That's kind of where that generation, the younger generations live. And, um, and we, we knew that it had, there had to be something that was easy to help them navigate that because not everyone has that support system behind them to say, hey, you're stressed. Here is, you know, physicians around the corner over here is, you know, resource for transportation. Because a, a lot of the issues aren't necessarily health issues that are 
creating, you know, people's depression getting worse. It's often that they can't get help because they don't have the right transportation or they don't have the right, they don't have healthy food options or, you know, and housing. I mean, just basic things like housing. I, I totally didn't think about it, but now there, there's my aha moment that I've got a job. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm, I've, I've got a job. I'm making money and the bus is late. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what, what, what are my it's options? It's a cascading effect, yeah. To, to get that. And I mean, and no, I'm not necessarily stressed about my job, but now I can't get to my job. Is the job going to be there? It's the underlying factor. They call wow. it social determinants of health. And that's and we've, we, we partnered with a company called Find Help, which is a national organization that you can actually access in the app. If you put in your zip code in, within Prosper, you will you, and say you're looking for housing. Because you, you're probably not surprised the number of people in this county as affluent as people think Anne Arundel County is, there's an awful lot of people that struggle with housing and just there's basic life things that actually do directly have an impact on your, your mental, you know, st- stability and support. Well, let's talk about the app itself. The app is called Prosper and it is available on the Google and the Apple app stores, right? Correct. And that's probably the best way to go. I mean, uh, the website that you can learn a little bit more about it is Unio Health and that's uneohealth.com. And you can learn about uh, Alden and Eric and, uh, the app there, but to get the app, you can go to the app store and pick it up. It's called Prosper. Yep. Walk me through the app. I mean, how does that work during the day? Okay. I, you know, I, I know that when I wake up in the morning, I'll go down and I'll look at my emails and I'll look at Twitter and, and do my, I've got my own routine. Is this something that you expect to be a routine for somebody that is a user of the app that, Hey, I'm going to check in in the morning. Definitely. Yeah, we've got, I mean, it's a full sort of self-care experience. So we've got mood tracking, habit tracking, we've got a a social networking aspect of it. Um, And so for talk about routine, we have the habit tracking is you can set times of the day that you're going to have habits and you'll get a notification. So, you know, in the morning you could set, you know, take my medication or whatever it is, and you'll get a notification for that. Go walk, breathe. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Meditate. Um, And then also the mood tracking which is you know, sort of a classic mood tracker with a twist on it, um, which is the social side of it. But that's built around streaks, so you want to increase your streak. And also, it's just good for data and insights for the user to see how they were doing every day and track that progression over time. Okay, so as, as we go, I mean, as, I'm assuming it has some sort of reporting or reporting screens that you can look and say, okay, well, I was in, in the most basic level, I was in a, boy, was I in a foul mood all last week? Right. Or, this week looks pretty good. Right. Uh, that, that, that's pretty neat. Now, I will say this as far as being able to track your habits, uh, and, and you said, you know, take the medication or meditate or something like that. I mean, I, I, I'm using a new email app that uh, you set the times that you want to look at your email so you're not married to it. Right. And it's just, it's pretty much like a lock screen. And there is a step to get beyond it if you want to, but it's sure. basically, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's not one o'clock. You can't look at it yet. And I think that's wonderful because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get so distracted and I can keep focused on whatever you I need to focus You don't turn a feature on. off. Uh, well, I can, get around, I, can get, I can get around it. I can get around it if I need to. If somebody right. calls it's, me and says, hey, yeah, I sent yeah. you an email, I it's can get It's about just giving it. your brain that second to just think about it. Yeah. Well, what types of resources do we find on Prosper? I mean, you talked about, you know, there's some housing resources that we can get into. But, I mean, there's so much that can impact. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, thinking we talked about transportation. We talked about mental health. We talked about, you know, certainly I would imagine crisis comes into play. Uh, if I am looking into self-harm mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that, you know, you know, I want to know who to talk to. Right. I mean, I, I can start. I mean, it, it, I, I kind of, I think we see it as two places. One is there's resources in the app, right? So there's 
activities for breathing exercises and meditation, uh, you know, kind of self-affirmations, things that you can work on yourself if you're stressed out to a, a three-minute body scan. Uh, we also have about close to 500 embedded YouTube and TED Talk videos that are actually interesting as opposed to a lot of the healthcare content out there that we've, our team of interns and, you know, have curated that are cover all the different topics around sleep and, and physical activity. We actually just talked to uh, Napa Striders today about, you know, ways to partner together, um, nutrition, even content areas such as uh, LGBTQ plus or BIPOC, you know, issues around health that are, that can be very distinct. So there's a lot of the internal resources that we have, but as you mentioned, we, there's also this ability for you to search for help and get help, whether it's crisis help, 911, 988, all the other, you know, more urgent uh, issues, but certainly through our partner, find help and through even our work with the Anne Arundel County health department, if you're looking for support for anxiety and stress or addictions, you can search for it by those different categories and find resources near you. From a, I guess, from a security standpoint, I mean, are you collecting in the app? Are you collecting information that can assist in, you know, say future studies to sit there and say, okay, well, I mean, I'm assuming there's a registration and all that kind of stuff that, that goes along with it. Uh, I mean, I think it would be, on one hand, I think it would be very valuable to have some information to say, okay, well, from this, this select slice of age group people, we're finding that 80% of our users uh, are feeling depressed or are feeling, you know, what, right. You right. Know, maybe it's a spring, summer, winter yep. thing. Yet as a user, I sit there going like, well, I don't need Eric to know that I'm like bummed out today. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I know it doesn't get yeah. that great no, no, down there. I mean, we're, we're, we kind of taken a very deliberate consumer first approach here around privacy. I mean, we don't ask for name or address, you know, we, we're trying to collect the bare minimum fields, like, you know, your identified gender or, or race, your zip code. I think there's only three things and email. Those are the four things that we collect are, that are personal that help us create that experience in the app, but we don't, you know, we, that's all we collect and we secure it obviously. And, and, uh, in a secure environment and we don't share that with people in terms of like, Hey, you know, John is feeling stressed. None of that ever leaves mm-hmm. the app. So it's all population level. Well, I think, I think it makes, I mean, there's some great information. And anecdotally, I've heard that Severna park has an incredibly high suicide rate among children. Right. Uh, and, and, and even adults. I mean, there's all sorts of speculation as to why that may be and right. everything else. And I mean, we can do that till the cows come home. And, but I think that that would be a wonderful resource for, say, the county health department or the state health department, uh, certainly the crisis response team, uh, you know, if they ever got to the point where they needed to put substations or something like that, to know that, you know, there's a community that is experiencing more issues, whether it be, you know, suicide, may be, you know, drugs, maybe, you know, bullying in schools or whatever it may be. I mean, that right. would be a very valuable. I mean, we, we definitely have the ability to share with like a health department high-level insights. I mean, no, we keep everything aggregated at a regional level. But I think if they wanted to understand, you know, at a, at a high level that the northern part of the county has these specific areas of focus, that's the kind of thing that the health department would want to know. But, again, we, we don't share who the people are or anything like that because that's just, that's private. But well, I, I well, think well, again, that's, at a population level, I think that's really valuable for health departments. With, without a doubt. And I think that you, you know, the user is the ultimate one that's going to be sharing the information. I mean, if I'm in crisis right, and I, and I get to the crisis response team, I'm, I'm the one that's going to say, hey, my name is John Fernay and I'm here at the Edgewater Library and I'm, right. you know, freaking out or, you know, come help me. 
Auden, you mentioned the social aspect of that and, you know, making, you know, I know with the uh, Apple watches, uh, we all we close the rings and the, and the whole nine yards. Uh, what is the social aspect of Prosper? Yeah, so I think it's, uh, this is something I'm, I'm incredibly excited about. So, I mean, everyone's familiar with the sort of self-care app, you know, the mood tracking, the habit tracking. So this, this, the concept behind the social aspect is that, I mean, today, my generation is incredibly like connected through Instagram and TikTok and just through the internet, but there's still such a feeling of isolation because there's not genuine, there's, there are genuine connections, but there is a lack of genuine connections. And for some reason, it's so easy to feel isolated, even though we're so connected. So this concept of your wellness with uh, like other connections is really important. So for example, the mood tracking, it's centered around sharing with your close friends and your family, uh, anyone that's close to you. So everyone can sort of see how each other's doing um, because you might not necessarily want to text someone, you know, how are you? But through, uh, you know, sharing a quick picture, attaching your emotion to it and sending that and then also giving feedback to other people like, you know, sending a heart or words of encouragement things like that, you can quickly and just like easily create these sort of wellness connections with each other. You know, it's interesting you say that because I've talked to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention uh, several times. And one of the key things that she tells me every time we speak, how do we help reduce the rate of suicide? And every year she says, just ask somebody how they're doing, right? Just as simple as that. You don't have to be accusatory. You don't have to come in and say, you know, oh, you look depressed, you know, or what's wrong with you or anything right. like that. Just a, hey, how you doing? Uh, and somebody may, and it may just be just a spark that somebody cares about me. You know, I don't know where, you don't know where somebody is, but it may be the spark that, that does it. And I mean, I think that's, now your social aspect, that's a closed environment, right? As far as you invite people into your world. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of like the friends uh, mm -hmm. aspect, so yeah, you invite people with a code that they would have to share. So you can't just like search by username. Um, eventually we might do something like that, but it's not on the horizon for, for yeah, right now. I would now. think that would get into, you know, perhaps opening it up to, you know, some of the stuff you're trying to avoid. Exactly. The, the yeah, online yeah, yeah. bullying and stuff right, like that, right. if there's some kind of a public. Totally. Uh, yeah. But we also do have a, a social feed within the app. So you can, it, I mean, it's just, it's a social feed. So you can talk about. And that, that's a voluntary participation too. Completely. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. App stores, we can get them at the app stores. I mean, how are people going to find out about Prosper moving moving forward here? Um, obviously, they can listen to this and right, uh, right. This is it. You know, right you, know you know, this is <laughs> this is, this is, this is our you, need, you need to rethink your distribution network. <laughs> if this is <laughs> no, I mean, we we um, we've got a couple. I mean, it's it's really uh, an interesting challenge, but a kind of a fun challenge. And obviously, there is the app store promotion efforts that we started that um, this spring, and then we have. Three interns, two at South River High School and one who's actually in L.A. that was part of our earlier team. They're helping us with our social media strategy. So we have uh, an Instagram account that we started, I guess, about a month or so ago. So we have Instagram. We have a TikTok account and a Twitter account. So we'll have the social media strategy and interns helping us put out content for that. And then we actually are hiring now for a social media and kind of marketing specialist to help us literally grassroots, John, go through the county, go to wellness fairs, stand out at Enroll Community College and hand out flyers and just really engage a community to bring people into the app. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, it is a true grassroots. That is very grassroots. Never but I think that's where, I mean, to Alden's point around community, it's, it starts at the community level, right? So we want to kind of start with that. 
Well, it makes sense. I mean, because if you have two users, they're they're bested in it, right? Uh, as opposed to just you know casting a huge wide net and hoping to see what you've got. I mean, you've got you know you've got the the fish on the hook, so to speak. Right. That as as you get out there, you you talked about your interns and and your team and everything else. And I, I guess I want to ask about like your your corporate structure. I mean, you've got you two, and now you've got you know a South River intern and an LA intern and looking to hire somebody. But how how many people are involved in developing this whole thing? So we have two different subcontractors that have helped us on the design. This guy, Sean, who's fantastic on the UI, UX, or, you know, design of the, the app itself. And uh, he's a contractor and he's local. Uh, we have a team of other contractors that we can leverage. And then, like I said, we're, we're hiring for marketing specialists now. And then all night are the, the two full-time employees. And then, uh, yeah, then we have three interns. So six people in total. Okay. But really, two full time, and, and and then we'll bring on this marketing specialist, which will be the third employee. Right. Well, where are you looking to get all of your, I mean, your resources and stuff like that? I mean, do you, is there a, a board that that's helping you guys out as far as being able to? Uh, I mean, okay, you're 23, so you're you're out of the high school realm, and you don't know. I mean, okay, TikTok wasn't around when you were a freshman in high school, I don't think. How are you keeping up on the trends and the ways to connect to people? You know, six months from now. Uh, you know, when TikTok's illegal and something else is now right, right. Enough, or whatever, whatever's going to happen. I mean, honestly, social media really is the way of doing that. And also starting with your friend group and sort of working out from there. Everyone knows a person knows a person. So that's, I think, the simplest way. Cool. And we do have, uh, I didn't mention, we have nine advisors, clinical advisors, business advisors as well, that are all people like me that, okay. are, that are helping us on some of the, you know, around that healthcare content that we have. We have... I hear that often. Sometimes the old people know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's every now and then. We, you know, just in terms of the healthcare content we have, you know, Dr. Nikki Ham, who's at Bowie State, she's, you know, hand-selected, I think it's like 45 or 50 videos on BIPOC and 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 issues around uh, race and, and health and wellness. So we we definitely get support from our advisors as well. So uh, this, this is sort of blowing my mind though, because in the palm of your hand, uh, you, you've got help with a couple taps. Yeah. For which one. And, and you talk about, you know, everybody lives on their phones. And this morning I was out walking and I happened to notice the elementary school. I passed an elementary school going to school. And there had to be a girl that, well, obviously under fifth grade, but I, picture probably about third grade and and she was on the phone and I, it sort of blew my mind that I mean I didn't give my kids phones at, at third grade but right. you know it's it's a different world than when my kids were in third grade as well and you know the issues are happening younger and younger and younger right. you know I think it's I think it's pretty fantastic this is geared really toward the what 16 20 five, six, seven. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 13 plus, right? But what our focus is, uh, Gen, Gen Z and millennials, so I think 13 to 40, right? Okay. Uh, but it's, I think I mentioned this to you before, about a quarter of our users, we have a couple thousand users on the app already, a quarter of them are actually over 40. So it's it kind of tells you that everyone's looking for wellness solutions and, you know, and the app isn't kind of, it's not designed to feel like a, a kid experience. A game. A game. Yeah, it's really not. It's really... Um, and I think anyone can use it, uh, but yeah, our focus is definitely the thirteen, the you know, thirties range. 
Well, I think your over 40 crowd is probably because we didn't have. Right. <laughs> right. Know, we never had that. It's like, man, there's hell, there's, there's stuff for this. Maybe right. I and, want and it has everything, as I mentioned, it kind of has everything all in, all together in one place. So like you mentioned, you have a reminder on to not open your email. And we have, we have all this in one spot because one of the feedback things we got last spring from actually our Naples high school interns was that they had like six different apps to manage your wellness, right? You have a fitness tracker and all these other different apps. And we just thought like, can we create a simple experience that brings it all together without feeling cluttered, um, but helps them in one spot, you know, that's, that was kind of the main focus. What's been the um, most difficult task to bring this to market? I would say probably, I mean, wellness is such a broad concept and there's probably a thousand different products that we could have dug into in any aspect of our app. And so I think making, you know, cause consumers want a focused product. They don't want something that's confusing. So making our product focused, but also accessible to a lot of different people, I would say that's probably the hardest challenge. Right. Finding the right, the right content. The right mix. Yeah. Yeah, with you know, do, doing the right things but not being over- overloaded is kind of the key. How can we help? How can John Q. Public, the you know the librarian out here on the other side of the door? I mean, how how can how can they help? I mean, obviously we can um, recommend it to our children to download the app and check it out. Kids and young adults that are listening, check it out. Prosper on the App Store. But I mean, how can we help get the word out? How can I, I think that. This is a great start. Um, certainly, obviously, getting the word out through the local media and press is important. Uh, if there are listeners in the podcast that have businesses that cater to a lot of 20-year-olds or teenagers, and we talked to Chick-fil-A last mm-hmm. week, because that's if you want to know where most people who were, almost everyone, I get Chick-fil-A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. except for Sunday where people are going, Chick-fil-A is a great place. And you know they were very interested in helping us promote it, and they have a lot of young a uh, lot of young staff yeah. and, and that are part-time that are not really getting benefits. And this can be a nice, you know, wellness opportunity for them to support with their team. So I would think if there's businesses that, that have that type of footprint that can reach out to all all and I and just kind of see how we could partner together. Cause right now we're at the stage of finding the right partners to grow it and, and just keep finding the right opportunities to improve the experience. Of the I app. guess it could be something as simple as a, uh, as a rack card with a QR code on it. Uh, you know, yeah, in, in, yeah in we have. Well, you'll see us at every wellness and community event for the foreseeable future with these little uh, five by five cards with the QR code on it, just handing them out to people. That's awesome. Congratulations. Is it a relief now to have? I mean, how long has it been live and usable? Uh, so we started with our, I'll just go back a little bit. So last summer was our web app demo. So we didn't know we were going to do a mobile app first. We thought maybe we could just do it as like a website Mm -hmm. and then that we got some good feedback on that but realized we needed a mobile app so we started mobile app development last fall and officially pushed it to the app stores in january so it's pretty so we're we're four months and you've got several thousand users that are yeah that are doing it that's amazing that's fantastic and he hasn't killed me yet i mean (laughs) but father and son working together every day for 15 months is could be could be taxing well well we did do a uh we did do a Zoom call before, and you guys were in separate rooms, so I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it was the question I have when my son moved back home. I said, okay, dude, you've been out for like you know six years. I said, now you're coming back. Let's see how this works out. Right, right. Yeah. Do you guys work well together? We do. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Is this, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is this it for the future for you? 
What do you mean by that? I mean, do you anticipate being the CE, the C something O of Prosper? I mean, is this, oh, yeah. a, is this I, a career for you? Do you think? I would love to see the app grow and have, you know, a million users on it. And I'm like fully committed to that vision. Um, I put so much work into this. So I, in a sense, it's kind of my baby and I, I want it to like see its full potential. I hope it gets there. Thank you. I hope, I, so I hope Zuckerberg coughs up a couple billion bucks and, <laughs> there you go. Right. And, and buys it from at some point. That's fantastic. Go check out the app Prosper, P-R-O-S-P-E-R. You can get it on the Apple or Google app stores. Uh, you want to check out a little bit more, find out about the background of the company and Alden and his dad, Eric, at uniohealth.com and U-N-E-O health. You can also go to prosperselfcare.com. That's actually where you can find the app. It takes you right to the app store. So, Okay, prosperselfcare.com. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys so much for your time today and congratulations. I mean, this is this is exciting and it's so useful. It's it's needed. And uh I'll borrow a line from a friend of mine, but I mean, it's 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 truly making a difference, I think. Well, thank you. So, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's local business spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.